Good afternoon, 4 o'clock at KSL News Radio. I'm Jeff Kaplan. Windy and 36 degrees. KSL's top story. The bill to build a Major League Baseball stadium on the west side of Salt Lake City has passed a major legislative hurdle, but not before it went through some big changes. KSL News Radio's Amy Kobabe explains. The state won't increase hotel taxes to pay for a big portion of the $900 million. Instead, they'll keep an increased tax on rental cars and use state sales tax in the area for the project. The Senate president says that should still get them about $600 million. The bill is being heard by a Senate committee right now. But they won't be able to take any formal action this afternoon because the bill was placed on the agenda too late yesterday. Jazz owner Ryan Smith, meantime, has posted a photo of what an NHL arena would look like in the heart of Salt Lake City. The rendering shows a downtown with the NBA and NHL at its core. So far, there are no official plans. But another bill to fund an NHL arena for $900 million is currently moving through the legislature. You can check our website to see the image of what Salt Lake City might look like. Go to kslnewsradio.com. A bill that would have changed how many voters are needed to pass initiatives that raise taxes is dead. Representative Jason Kyle's bill and joint resolution would have required 60% of voters to agree to a tax increase rather than the standard 50% majority. Governor Cox has announced that Utah will become a no-kill shelter state this year. That means that animal shelters will have to save at least 90% of the animals that come into their care. If you are willing to put the right policies in place and willing to collaborate with your community and as well as other nonprofits like Best Friends, and there's a lot of animal rescue groups out there, it can be done. That's Holly Sizemore with the Best Friends Animal Society. She told me earlier there are just 11 shelters left in the state that do not follow no-kill policies, but most are on board for making the change. Congressional leaders appear hopeful to be able to avoid a government shutdown this week. Maria Chaleos is live at the KSL National News Desk. Chef, President Biden met today with the top four leaders of Congress to discuss a way to avert a shutdown. Democratic House Leader Hakeem Jeffries says he felt like progress was made. It was an intense meeting. It was an honest meeting. And ultimately, it was a productive meeting. House Speaker Mike Johnson also met one-on-one with the president. He says he wanted to make it clear that border security should come first. They understand the catastrophe at the border is affecting everyone. And it is top of mind for all the American people for that reason. Lawmakers face a Friday deadline to reach a funding deal. Escalating concern over battlefield losses in Ukraine. President Emmanuel Macron now leaving open the prospect of sending French troops to that country. Reporters asked National Security Advisor John Kirby about it today at at the White House briefing. We'll let President Macron speak for his military and what he is or is not willing to do with with his troops. The president's been clear. Uh, he does not support U.S. troops involved in this conflict. And a group of senators plans to introduce legislation tomorrow that would protect in vitro fertilization at the federal level. It comes after the Alabama Supreme Court ruling that frozen embryos should be protected as people. Republican Senator Roger Marshall disagrees with that ruling. We would encourage the state legislature of Alabama to right this wrong and, and look forward to uh, more IVF babies. The Access to Family Building Act establishes a statutory right for people to access assisted reproductive technology. Live from the KSL National News Desk, I'm Maria Chaleos, KSL News Radio.
Brigham City Police Department says a woman is dead after she was found unresponsive in the Box Elder Creek this afternoon. Police say the woman was about 70 years old. She was reported as possibly missing this morning. Police say she was pronounced dead at the hospital at 1.20 this afternoon. Well, it's been nearly two months since the West Davis Highway opened, so... How do people like it? In the hundreds of comments they've gotten on Facebook or via email, UDOT spokesperson Mitch Shaw says the vast majority of people say they like the new highway given the shorter commute times and less traffic on I-15. Even says they've gotten comments like this. Taking that highway relieves people's stress, not only because they're saving time on that commute, but it's kind of serene out there. You're out kind of near the Great Salt Lake. However, Shaw says they have gotten a good amount of noise complaints. UDOT did build five noise walls along the highway in areas where they and the neighbors agreed they were needed the most, but they aren't planning to build any more. But given the area's growth and in the grand scheme of things, Shaw says, you know, it's probably going to take some getting used to from people, but the road is absolutely necessary and the pros far outweigh the cons. Adam Small, KSL News Radio. KSL News Time 405. $8 million in federal funding will be going to rural communities in Utah, Arizona, and New Mexico for clean energy projects. The awarded money will go to building solar-powered battery-based systems that will provide electricity to 300 Navajo and Hopi homes. This is just one of the 17 projects that the Biden administration has selected to try and lower energy costs and enhance energy security in rural communities across the nation. In total, they will spend $366 million for the projects across 20 states and 30 tribal nations and communities. That's KSL News Radio's Alessandra Gurr reporting. KSL News Time 406.